What if there was a different way to live and work beyond the hustle and hype, beyond the never ending race to get more, do more, be more, a way that's nourishing, grounded, creative, and aligned with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Alchemy in Action with me, your host, Amanda Cook. In each episode, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. Join me to create a life and work that truly fit you, infused with meaning and magic. Well, hello and welcome to episode 28. Wow. We've been doing the podcast for over half a year now. It's really unbelievable. I was looking back at all the different guests we've had on and all the interviews and the episodes, and it's just amazing. So thanks for being here with me. So I've just gotten back actually from almost a three-week vacation. I was back home in the States visiting my family. And during this vacation, I was pretty much completely offline which never happens. Like I'm just, I just love being connected and I'm always connected. But I started to have that feeling before I was going on vacation, just like I was getting lost in the weeds. I don't know if you can relate to this. I'm sure you can with your business that when you're a solopreneur, a small business owner, you have to keep switching back and forth between actually doing the work and doing the day-to-day stuff. And then also being the CEO and being the one that has strategy and the direction. And it can be really hard to switch back and forth between those two things. And I found for myself that I just really felt like I was, you know, just losing sight of the big goal and getting a bit burnt out, like not burnout. I've had burnout before and it wasn't that, but I just started feeling a little less excited to wake up in the morning and and do what I needed to do or just losing a bit of enthusiasm for the big projects. So I thought, you know, it'd be really good during this three weeks to just completely disconnect. And part of me thought, you know, the world might end if I'm not, if I'm not checking my Facebook messages or checking my email, what if I miss something? You know, so I had a lot of fear around that, that I had to work through, which is really silly actually. But anyway, but, but it came up. And so I set an autoresponder saying that I was on a digital sabbatical for three weeks and giving myself a few days buffer when I got back and saying when I'd be able to get back in touch with people and let everyone know that I was going to be offline. And I just went offline and it was awesome. I just have to tell you, if you have ever been tempted to take some time completely disconnected, I really recommend it because... Well, first of all, it showed me that I really have an addiction to technology because the first couple of days I just got, you know, you almost get twitchy. Like you just want to check. I'm always checking Facebook or email on my phone. And if I had any downtime, I just get this urge to check. Or first thing in the morning when I woke up, I get this urge to check my email and I just had to kind of fight through it. It's kind of like giving up sugar or giving up caffeine. Like those first few days, you just kind of have to force yourself not to do it. And then after that, it's fine. And for the most of the the three weeks, it didn't even bother me, which was great. And I didn't really feel like I was getting that rejuvenated. I didn't really notice until I came back and reconnected. And suddenly, like I, towards the end of the trip, I started getting all these creative ideas and all this inspiration for my business and started really wanting to work on things again. And by the time I got back, I could really tell like I had much more focus and enthusiasm. And all in all, 
it was just excellent. So digital sabbaticals, I highly recommend them. If you take one, please let me know. I'd love to know your tips about how you've managed to break your online addiction. You can just tweet me at Vintage Amanda. I'd love to hear from you and share those out with the audience. So this week, I thought I would try something different. Maybe it's my new relaxed creative mindset after my digital sabbatical. But I was meeting with a client this week and it was kind of a cool, a cool little meeting. I'm sure she's listening to this, so you'll know who you are. But it was basically, she just booked in an hour with me to go through all of her questions she had about anything techie and online business related. So we just sat down and went through a huge list, everything from different functionality in Twitter to how to automate social media, to plugins that she should have on her website, to how to build her email list and get a better opt-in offer, just like a power session for an hour, which was awesome. And um, I've done a couple of these before. And what always surprises me is the questions that people have, because, you know, when you're, you're in your daily work, you're doing what you do best. And this is what I talk about all the time. And I forget the stuff that people don't know. And so one thing that came up during our conversation and during our, our coaching session together was that she was really interested in how I do time management and particularly around social media and newsletters and just getting everything done in the week. Like, how do I make sure it all gets done without becoming overwhelming? And so I thought that'd be a really interesting episode. So this week, I'm just going to share with you exactly what I do in my business on a daily basis. Not all the details, don't worry, but just kind of the structure and, and how I group group tasks and how I, how I manage to do all of this online marketing for two businesses, actually, for my two different sites without going completely crazy. So I thought I'd dive into that this week and yeah, and share with you. So when I first started my businesses, I was working full time and I didn't have much time at all. And so I was mainly working nights and weekends on my business and it became really important for me to start to group tasks because I just didn't have a lot of time. So I had to have like a list of what needed to be done. Like for example, on Friday nights, yeah, really exciting. But like Friday nights, I knew I'd have to get like my newsletter and my social media done for the next week so I could schedule it to go out during the workday even though I wouldn't be working on it because I'd be at my corporate job. And so when I became, you know, full time in my own business, I noticed at first that I had this abundance of time. So I didn't have that time pressure to be super focused anymore. And that actually, if any of you have gone through this, that can kind of cause a problem because instead of having to be super tight and super focused during the one hour that you have, suddenly you've got eight hours a day. And so tasks can just kind of expand. And I started at first, you know, working on all sorts of different things that were lower priority. And after about a month or two, I realized, you know, this isn't effective. I'm like just wasting tons of time and I don't really want to work this much. And so now I've gone back to compressing it and bunching things. And I'd have to say that after this three weeks where I was away, I want to do that even more. And so my activity now that I'm back is I'm spending some CEO time to really sit down and relook at all the different activities I've got going on in my businesses, figure out which are generating the most money or which are real passion projects and, and real places for future growth and try to cut out the rest. So I'm really trying to cut back on a lot of stuff and streamline and group tasks as much as possible. So what I really want to get across is that grouping tasks is so key. 
if you're thinking about doing like social media updates, it's much more effective to sit down once a week and schedule out all of your social media for the next week so you don't have to think about it. Because otherwise what happens is you wake up Monday and you think, ooh, I've got to update Facebook. So you go to Facebook and you, you start to think of an update, but you can't think of one. So you kind of click around and start checking your groups and your statuses and interacting with people. And then you think, oh no, I'm supposed to be doing my status. And then you, then you write something you know, and leave. And then you might come back later to see if somebody commented on it. And then you kind of repeat that day after day. And this takes a lot of time. As somebody that is kind of Facebook addicted myself, um, or was before my before my three week sabbatical, this really takes a lot more time than you realize. Facebook can kind of become like this black hole that you get sucked into and suddenly you look up and 30 minutes has gone by and you don't know what happened. So my number one tip is to really group tasks, especially about the stuff that you do on a regular basis. So here's how it works for me. So I've got my two different sites, Wellpreneur Online and Vintage Amanda. And ideally, or up until recently, they've both theoretically had a weekly email newsletter, although sometimes, like all of us, I fall off the wagon on that. But they both have social media updates and their weekly newsletter and a podcast coming out for Wellpreneur and a blog post coming out for Vintage Amanda every week. And so the way that I've grouped my tasks is that Monday is the day that the podcast goes live. So that's scheduled well in advance. You know, I get, depending on how I'm doing with my interview schedules, I have those done several weeks in advance and I just have my VA, my virtual assistant, help me to create those posts and schedule them so that they just go live automatically, which is fantastic, huge time saver. I definitely recommend scheduling everything you can. So Monday is really my Wellpreneur day. And I'm trying to, I try to bunch tasks so that I can really get deep into it. So that's my day. I'm doing everything related to Wellpreneur online. So the podcast goes live and I don't have to do anything about that. I email the guest that morning and then I basically dive into writing the Wellpreneur email that's going to go out on Tuesday because every Tuesday I have my Wellpreneur emails going out. Now, I've kind of set that up. So on Tuesdays, the newsletter comes out and any other communications that I would send, like, you know, if you're part of my blog challenge or any of the other kind of email courses that I run, those emails don't come out on Tuesdays. So I've left Tuesdays as an open day so that it has space for my newsletter so people don't get overwhelmed. So Monday is really the day that I do everything Wellpreneur related. So after I schedule my newsletter to go out on Tuesday, then I spend time doing projects, anything that's like the real development work for the business. So it might be designing a new course or revising a course or planning a launch or planning a new program or writing a talk for one of the speaking opportunities that I'm doing, anything like that. I've also blocked out um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to be the time that I work with clients and also that I do Wellpreneur interviews. So I try to schedule all of those on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday so that Thursday and Friday, I don't have meetings, which is super, I don't even know what to say. It's fabulous. <laughs> when I first started seeing clients, I felt like I needed to be available all the time. I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode. Like I felt like I needed to be available even in the evenings, you know, I'm in London and if clients are on the West Coast, I felt like, oh, I need to be available for them in the evening so that, that I can work with more people. And I've realized over time that actually when I meet with clients sometimes in the evenings, it makes me feel a bit like I'm just not at my best because I'm a morning person. And also I just feel like it's cutting into my personal life a bit in my time with my husband. And so that kind of, you know, it's just, it's not, 
I'm not at my best at those times. And so I've now scrunched all of my client appointments and interviews as much as possible into Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays during working hours. Of course, there's exceptions once in a while, but in general, that works really well for me. And then I know that Thursdays and Fridays, I have distraction-free time to work. So on Tuesdays then, that's my vintage Amanda day. So automatically that Wellpreneur email that I wrote yesterday is going to go out, but this is the day that I can really get into developing new products and working with clients and writing blog posts and working on training courses. And again, you know, speaking engagements or my upcoming workshops, anything like that related to Vintage Amanda, I do on Tuesdays. And then Wednesdays is the day that the Vintage Amanda email comes out. Again, there's nothing to do with it that day. It just automatically goes out. And Wednesday, then I split between the two, depending on what's most important. And that's mainly clients and again, project work. So just whatever needs to be done to move the business forward. And then Thursday morning is the least fun time of the week, which is time to do all of the admin stuff. So Thursday morning is my admin day. And I try to really compress this. This has been a huge change with me. It has to all get done Thursday morning or else. Like it just has to get done then. And I'm really serious about sitting down. Thursday morning, I need to do all my accounting, all my invoicing, then any sort of admin stuff that comes up. So, you know, checking bank account balances, making sure my backup software is running, cleaning out my inbox, running updates on my website, and also checking my website statistics. And this change has been really huge for me because maybe you've noticed this, that you have tasks that are like procrastination tasks. So if you need to say, say you're going to write an article for a magazine and you keep putting it off because, I don't know, you don't know what to write about or it just seems daunting. So there's always those tasks that I would find myself doing when I should have been doing something else. And like checking checking social media stats, checking website stats, applying WordPress updates, even sending an invoice, that would be stuff that I would distract myself with. And I'd say, oh, it's still important work. I'll just do that quickly and then I'll get back to my magazine article. And I found that if you just keep doing those, like switching around and doing all these little tasks during your work week, you don't end up, like you end up spending so much more time than if you just bunch them and you say, okay, Thursday morning, that's my admin time. That's it. That's all the time I have. Shut down your email and just crank through it. And it makes sure that this stuff gets done regularly. If you've ever fallen behind on your accounting, you know how that goes. So you want to keep up with all of that and your invoicing and your statistics and um, and it just makes sure it gets done and doesn't waste time. And then after I do that on Thursday afternoons for an hour, I do my social media for the next week. So I'll go through and just make sure I've got posts scheduled for every day of the next week and, you know, posts that promote the podcast, depending on what the new podcast episode is or promote the blog post so that I have those all scheduled and ready to go. I've been asked a lot about how to schedule social media and how to automate social media. And I think that's something that maybe we can have a whole separate episode on because it seems to be a hot topic. But what I do is I used to use a tool called Hootsuite, which is really good. Um, it lets you schedule out posts in both Twitter and Facebook and probably LinkedIn and Google+. At the moment, I'm using something called Buffer App. And Buffer also lets you schedule out social media posts. But at the moment, I'm liking Buffer better because Buffer lets you make a big list or a big queue of interesting articles and blog posts that you'd like to share. And then when it's time for one to go live, it just picks the one off the top of the queue and publishes it. 
So it kind of depends how you'd like to schedule out your social media. Hootsuite's good if you just want to schedule a specific date and time. If you're the kind of person that's always running around and reading stuff on the internet and you think, ooh, I'd like to share that on Twitter in the future, Buffer's pretty good because it lets you stack up a big queue of posts to share. But so that's what I do on Thursdays then. And then Fridays is my creative time. Now I do do some work on Fridays, but I really got inspired by Jennifer Lee, who is the very first podcast, episode one, that we did way back in January. If you haven't listened to it, you definitely go back and listen because I think she's just got such great ideas about balancing personal and professional life. And she has complete self-care Fridays where she takes the day off. For me, I tried that for a while. That doesn't exactly, it's just, I I still like to work on Fridays actually, but I want to work on things that are real passion projects. So Friday is my creative time. So that might be time that, you know, I'm formulating new natural beauty products in the kitchen, or I'm experimenting with new herbal remedies, or I'm like redesigning some graphics that I'm really passionate about, or redesigning a course, or simply just, you know, taking time if it's a nice day to go outside and relax and read and reflect or do some planning. It's just really, I want to have no appointments on Fridays and just have free space to really create and reflect and do whatever I need to do that week. You know, whatever I feel like I need, whether that's more self-care or more creative time or more CEO planning time, just to give myself that space in the week has been You know, it's just really nice. And it's a nice way to to end the week to not feel like I'm just scrambling up until the last minute. So in general, that's how I plan my weeks. I've got all of my client appointments and podcast interviews on Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. And then I try to bunch tasks as much as possible, grouping social media, grouping doing email updates, even grouping the time that I do on each of my individual websites. Because I find for me that it helps me go like really get into that mindset and go a lot deeper and be a lot more productive. So I would love to hear from you. You can pop back to the blog post about this episode, which is the show notes, which is at wellpreneuronline.com slash 28. And you can leave a comment and tell me how you manage your week and how you bunch your tasks together or something else. Maybe you do something totally different that works really well. And I'd love to hear about it. So feel free to pop back and share those in the show notes, or you can tweet me at Vintage Amanda. And also, I'd love to hear what other topics you'd like to hear about. So I've had a lot of people ask me questions about social media automation, about running webinars, and just recently about working with virtual assistants. I've got a fabulous VA myself who has just been a lifesaver to my business, taking so much work off my shoulders every week about these podcasts. So big shout out. Thank you, Lindsay, for all your help. And I've heard questions from quite a few other coaches that are curious about hiring their own virtual assistant. So, you know, those topics or others, just please let me know. Leave me a comment, send me an email, tweet me, and let me know what topics you're most interested in. And I'll find a guest so we can talk about them. I just quickly like to give one shout out to an iTunes review. This is by Vitruvian Health in Scotland. And she or he, sorry, I don't know, says, thank you, thank you for such a wonderfully presented, informative, easy to listen to, all around excellent podcast. They've already started making a huge difference to my business. Highly recommended. Well, thank you very much. I'm so glad that they're making a big difference for you and, and showing different ways that we can all run our wellness businesses online. So I would love it if you'd hop over to iTunes and leave me a review on the Wellpreneur Online podcast. 
and I'll give you a shout out too. So let's not leave this episode with just a big to-do list, right? Let's have a clear action. So I'd like you to come up with one change based on something we talked about, about bunching tasks or social media automation, or even how to schedule the work week based on something that I shared today about my schedule. Is there one takeaway that you can implement into your own business starting this week? I'd love to know what it is. So just determine that one thing that you can do Give it a try this week and then let us know how you get on. So I'm sending you lots of love and best of luck for loads of success in your wellness business. And I'll see you back here next week, picking up our interviews as usual. Have a great week. 